0: using communication when growing apart.
1: Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger.
0: And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships.
1: And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions, as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections.
0: Welcome to our podcast, designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership, as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hello everyone. So we're in the last episode in this season... Of using communication. And this is probably a really sad one. The saddest one maybe is using communication when growing apart. Maybe it's not sad. Maybe it's actually happy because it could be time to go.
1: It could be a new chapter in your life.
0: So how do we use communication when we're growing apart? What happens now, Beck?
1: You have those hard conversations. Hmm. If you think that you've come to a point in your relationship where you're going on very different paths and you can't make amends anymore... And you feel like maybe this relationship has an expiry.
0: Yep, yeah, it's run its course.
1: Then it's that hard conversation you need to have with your partner about where you both want to head.
0: I remember something when I was young, hearing it, that you're, you know someone for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And that helped me put in perspective that, you know, there are people who I'd had in my life even as friends for a couple of years, and then they were no longer my friends, but that's okay. You know, we both sort of moved on with our lives or I've been in a relationship with someone and it was over and you can be devastated over relationship ending. But if you realize that it's only a season, that was it. Or there's a reason. I something to learn rather than a lifetime then maybe it makes it easier
1: so i've had a couple of friends that this has happened too, and probably myself too and this tends to happen quite often around middle age i reckon where you may have been with that person for a long time but you've gone on different paths or you're going on different paths and you or both of you recognize that but it's always a hard conversation to have but i think it's a really important one i think it's an important one to have before you just let it somehow end in a really bad way so instead of actually taking control of it and saying okay look maybe we're going on different paths how do we end this amicably how do we sort what we need to sort out out and make this a nice end and that is a really hard conversation to have but it's better to do it before it ends in a really bad way where someone is looking for their emotional needs being met elsewhere
0: yeah so they're looking somewhere else and then yeah all of a sudden there's an affair because you're probably
1: both checked out at this yeah, point and the
0: relationship yeah. just ends because of that mm. rather than the Two people who have spent a long time together have a conversation and go, "Hey, this isn't working for us. What do we? What can we do?"
1: Yeah, end it so, nicely, like adults.
0: Yeah, it's hard to move on in a relationship sometimes because there's so much invested in it. You know, and could you're be quite kids.
1: intertwined.
0: Yeah, your friends. We could you can have all the same friends or.
1: I think it's always nice though to end while you still like that person. Not, you might not be in love with <laughs> would, that person.
0: You would actually leave them. You? Well, you, well,
1: you you know what I mean. Like you might not be actually. I like you,
0: but I don't love you. Actually, that's. Yeah, that's because probably that's nice probably way way where you're both at. Yeah.
1: Really. You're yeah. both like, well, yeah, I like you, but I'm not in love with you anymore. Mm. And that's probably a nice place to end before it starts to get a bit nasty and
0: keep separating. I feel like men can just be like, oh, we're not talking about it. I know something's wrong, but nothing's being said, so I'll just avoid it. We'll just move on and everything will be fine. We'll just go along. And Mm. then when that person turns around and says, you know what, I'm done. I'm I'm walking or I need to do something with this. They're a bit surprised. Mm. Like they've just sort of pushed it under the rug and acted like they don't know what's going on. I think deep down they do, except they don't know what to do about it. Mm.
1: Or that maybe they don't want to change maybe they're happy with the way they are but the other person's gone on a different path just, and that's okay just, too? Yeah.
0: people you know? can just grow different ways because you
1: might find that other person that's happy on your path
0: and i think if you actually recognize that this might be good for both of you yeah rather than oh i'm doing this thing to that person but you could be creating freedom for that person that they actually needed they weren't happy either but they didn't know what to do about it yeah so you open that space to say hey let's have a conversation about this where are we going to be in the next couple of years or
1: that's a really good point and I felt like that I think in my first relationship when I ended it I felt like it wasn't fair for me to keep this person mm-hmm going when i wasn't in love with them anymore and i felt like it was nicer for me to set them free because i thought it would send me insane if i was that other person Mm. that was wondering what's going on and you tell that person's not in love with you anymore and things are not quite right in my head i thought i couldn't do that to someone Mm. so i think that's a really important point that you mentioned there where if you put yourself in the other person's shoes and you're not feeling in love with that person anymore wouldn't you rather them say this is really hard for me to say but i'm no longer feeling in love with you and i don't think i want to be in this relationship anymore and i think if you do that as hard as that conversation is you're setting that person free to find someone that suits them that's going to give them the love they deserve because you're not giving that to them anymore
0: it's interesting in this conversation I'm sort of having these little revelations in myself and realizing that this is something which I haven't done in the past. I haven't done very well. I haven't ended relationships very well. I think I've made a mess of, let's say, half-half. <laughs> I'll give myself half, where I've done it really badly, occasionally done it well. But in this conversation, realizing how, how important it is to do that and that that's what I should have done. And that would have made things so much easier. Avoiding the conversation. Yeah,
1: you're not setting them free yeah. to find what they deserve. Yeah. And there's a selfishness in that really and, and there's
0: also a fear of well, hurting another person, of course but, you but in the long hurt, run you're hurting you them, hurt them aren't aren't you?
1: yeah right. because you're messing with the head because they know they can tell that you're not really totally invested i remember that making me have that hard conversation and it was horribly hard like i felt sick to my gut but i've had to do it a few times where i've always thought i would rather someone be straight up honest with me and set me free so I think if there is someone out there or somebody listening that is in this situation, maybe look at it from that aspect.
0: It might not be the worst thing in the world for them.
1: I think honesty is the best policy.
0: Agreeing there's an issue is probably the first part of it, isn't it? Because if one person doesn't think there's an issue, then they might be, a little. like I said before, some people are a bit surprised. Hmm. Oh, what's going on? Why? Why are we having this conversation? So I guess it's if you're realising it, then you have the conversation as soon as possible. Mm. If this has been going on for a while, then maybe there's a recognition that, okay, this actually needs to happen as soon as possible. And you had someone you know who this happened to, didn't they? I've
1: had a couple of friends mm. that have, this has happened to. And yeah. what
0: happened once they had those that conversation?
1: There was a sense of relief. And both of them, it was really hard for them to have this conversation. Mm. But I had this same talk and there was this sense of relief afterwards of speaking their truth. And the other person was, yeah, a little bit shocked but also not totally surprised because they're both emotionally disconnected.
0: Yeah. They weren't really talking to each other or hanging out with each other. They weren't being a couple anymore, were they?
1: That's right. Yeah, they were living quite separate lives. But... Having this conversation helped it end amicably, which was nice, because Mm. it doesn't always end amicably otherwise.
0: No, no, hardly at all, I think. I think you know that's why divorce courts and family law and all this sort of stuff happens, doesn't it? Mm. Because most of the time it doesn't end amicably. Mm. People are hurt, people feel ashamed, people feel upset. It's like they've been rejected. Mm. There's a whole lot of things that can come up for people and that can be based on past trauma like we spoke about in the last Mm. episode what's interesting is that once the relationship's over and you've moved away within a while you've sort of moved on emotionally from that person so you're not worrying about that anymore Mm. it's the realization that oh this might hurt a little bit or hurt a lot to start off with but it will get better
1: and give them what they deserve and you go get what you deserve which is to be loved properly that's a much better way to live I always think where you get what you both need. And at the moment clearly, if you're having these thoughts where you think you need to have this conversation, then you're both not getting what you need from this relationship. <laughs>
0: That's so true. In this conversation about separating to sort of go into more detail, I guess you've got to work out what each other needs and want. Mm. The the conversation is I think this needs to end. Mm. These are reasons why, and this is what I'd like to happen now. What do you need right now? What do I need right now? And maybe in understanding each other's needs, there's probably a bit more ability to support each other in that as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. You can support each other because obviously at one stage you have been in love with this person, so you don't want anything bad for them and i'm sure they don't want something bad for you you know unless
0: there's been antagonism for years like you know people yeah people do grow apart and all of a sudden yeah, it gets nasty. well i'm it hoping gets they've nasty. had this
1: conversation before that
0: point <laughs> <laughs> well if, you <laughs> know once if haven't. you get to that point where you are really critical of each other and really negative towards each other then probably that's a really big warning sign That's a bell going off that things aren't working Mm. and you're not actually going to get any happier. The reality of it is if you're at that point where you're just miserable with each other and you're just fighting each other and poking each other, you're not going to get happier, but you will be happier if you're not with that person because you'll either be by yourself Mm. and that's better than being with someone you don't like or don't want to be with or you'll find someone else.
1: Mm. And ask yourself, why are you still there?
0: Mm. That's That's a really good question.
1: Where do you think people stay? Kids. I think most of the time it's for the kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I actually went out with a girl whose parents separated and then stayed in separate rooms in the house for the house. (laughs) It wasn't about the kids. It was actually, they said to the kids, well, look, you know, we love this house. We built this beautiful Japanese style house. And they were staying together for the house. They didn't want to let go.
1: A lot of people stay together for the kids, but I feel too... Once the kids become adults. Yeah, then quite often, or or more independent, quite often people will part ways. But I think that that's not a good enough reason to stay together.
0: No, not at all. The kids will be miserable.
1: Well, I think too that you're not setting a good example of a relationship for your kids. And I think if you can give your kids something, that it's to show them how to be in a really good relationship because that will help them in the future so if that means that you need to separate and show them how to separate amicably but also both find what you both need and deserve and show them what a healthy relationship is that's probably way more important
0: So this is a common communication that happens. We're talking not just about growing apart. We're just talking about separation really, aren't we? Because it's about people going, right, it's time to – it's not just sometimes you've grown apart. It's just sometimes you've realised this doesn't work Mm. for me and then you need to end it.
1: Mm. What else do you think keeps people together?
0: Oh look, I think you know definitely kids, but I think finances as well. Mm. Finances are a bit of a tricky one. They tend to sort of mold in together, and it's a big one. Know, that's a really really hard one for people to let go of. I think sometimes people stay because they. Believe that they have to because of family. Mm. It's like, you know, what will people think of me? What people think of us, and what you know, or even their family. It's something which is just not done. And there's lots of definitely lots of religious reasons, which is one of the reasons why you struggled. Yeah,
1: absolutely, because that should be for life.
0: Yeah you have to be there for life and if you're not there for life then
1: life or death like the only way to end a relationship is death or an affair really so otherwise you're together for the rest of your
0: days Mm. so what is there that needs to happen in that conversation what else needs to be said
1: this is a hard one but i think apologizing for your part played in the relationship ending
0: which is really about taking responsibility isn't it and recognizing that both people have a part to play and in a relationship ending. Absolutely.
1: I'm not saying that this conversation is ever easy to have. No,
0: <laughs> it's going to I don't think this is ever going to be an easy conversation. It's no, and I've had and this conversation
1: and... a few times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should have had this conversation way more often than I did. So, But I've also... I appreciate that you've actually been honest enough to actually step in and do that properly.
1: I've also expected that they're going to get pretty pissed off at me. I... Have come to terms when I've had this conversation with just sitting in that and letting them be pissed off at me because. Ultimately, they will get over it. With time, time will heal and they will be okay with me. But I've let them be pissed off with me because they're hurt. Mm. And, you know, that's okay too. You've got to let them be hurt.
0: You're very good at being direct about things, aren't you? You're a very direct person. So you just deal with things straight away.
1: I hope so. That's what I like people to be with me. So I try and be that with others.
0: Yes, you are quite direct. <laughs> to tell me exactly what you think all the time. <laughs> Let me know. Sometimes I have to just check. Is everything okay? Oh, you'll know. <laughs> if <I'm> not, <laughs> I do know when everything's not okay. <laughs> Tell me, I get told really soon. So, thanks everyone for joining us for this season about using communication and our seven episodes. Again, we like doing our seven episodes. I hope you took something from these episodes and it helps your relationship. So,
1: remember, have those hard conversations. Yeah. It's it always com- starts with the conversation.
0: Yeah. And communication, using communication. And communication is one of those things that we know has actually been a big issue for people in their relationships and we have a survey which we use for our online couples and parents course and in that survey that was the thing that kept on coming up it was communication it was conflict and communication and talking to your partner so we realize that this is important and we'd love for you to also take the survey which will be in the show notes and if you do take the survey you'll get that online course for free so thank you so much for listening to the season
1: and please check us out on youtube and facebook
0: and we'll catch you next next season.
1: See you next time.
0: Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com.
1: Bye for now. See ya.